Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Paychecks Business Series podcast. I'm your host, Gene Marks. I am a certified public accountant and regular business columnist for a bunch of publications, including Forbes, Entrepreneur, The Hill, The Washington Times, The Philadelphia Inquirer, and a few others. But more importantly, I'm a small business owner of a financial and technology management services company. I've teamed up with Paychecks, the leading provider of human resources, payroll benefits, and insurance services to bring you real-life advice from real-life business owners and industry experts. And in this podcast, we'll talk about the complexities of running a small business and how they're handling the challenges they face. Today, my guest is Thad Inch, who is the Senior Manager of Government Relations at Paychecks. That is uh, boots on the ground in Washington, D.C. That, what, how is Washington, D.C. right now? It is not its normal self, as much of the country isn't. Um, I went to a hearing before the Small Business Committee um, in mid-March, and that was right around when they were starting to shut things down. I think that was the last day that, that the public was allowed to go into the building. Um, and after that, they shut down the congressional buildings to the public, and then most of the staff is not there either. Um, obviously, Congress has kind of been in and out, and so uh, a lot of Congress has been there, but mo- the staff is down to kind of skeleton crew. And um, many people are working from home just, just like they are across the country. Yeah. You know, at first when you said, you know, it's not its normal self like the rest of the country, I was like, oh, you mean so everybody's getting <laughs> along and happy and friendly and, and you know, making exactly. common sense. Um, but I guess, I, I guess I'm asking for a little bit too much. Um, well, good. Well, Washington is going to be opening, you're reopening soon. Your job is to, uh, like I said in your introduction about being boots on the ground for paychecks. I mean, paychecks uh, represents so many small businesses around the country. And what goes on in Washington has such a significant impact on us as business owners and, and how we pay our people and how we manage our, you know, our overhead, our finances, all that. So um, you're well-versed in what's going on in Congress. Congress has been very busy uh, writing trillions and trillions of dollars of checks um, to help small businesses and states and healthcare and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, we've had two stimulus uh, bills that have, have kind of gone through already, the biggest one being the CARES Act. Most people are expecting a third stimulus bill to happen. Um, and before I, you know, we, we talk about the prospects of that, let's just say that right now, as you and I are talking, the House, the democratically controlled House, has passed their stimulus bill called the HEROES Act. Um, what's, what's in it specifically that would affect small businesses? So I think the, with the HEROES Act, it's really what's not in it. I mean, it was a $3.2 trillion bill. And so they really just went all in and put everything in there, uh, knowing that it was kind of a starting point for negotiation, uh, that it probably would not be uh, passed in the Senate, which, which turned out to be the case. And so there's lots of funding for all kinds of different things in there, like uh, state and local governments, additional stimulus checks. Um, on the PPP program, they did make some changes in the HEROES Act, which um, were very similar to the changes that ended up being in the um, Paycheck Protection uh, Program Flexibility Act that just passed. And so uh, there was some small business specific stuff in there, um, but, but since those programs already had a lot of funding at that time, uh, it didn't kind of have a new, you know, new set of funding for those programs. Uh, but really, it was just a lot of money going to uh, healthcare, hospitals, uh, state and local governments, more stimulus checks, uh, just getting money out the door. 
Um, but it was pretty clear even before it got introduced that it was going to be dead on arrival in the Senate, that it was not, not going to fly through. Now, I heard th there were two things in that bill that um, kind of raised my antenna a little bit. The first was that um, the bill extends the federal unemployment, that extra $600 a week uh, unemployment through January of 2021. Is that, is that true? And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so that has been a, a big point of contention and will probably sort of be front and center for the next stimulus bill is this $600 um, additional funding to a weekly funding to unemployment benefits. Right now, that's through July under the CARES Act. And there was a lot of uh, frustration from small businesses and, and others that said uh, many employees were making more on unemployment than they were on their jobs. And so it was hard to get them to go back to work. Um, that has shifted a, a tiny bit, I would say, um, in recent weeks. At first, Republicans were saying, we really don't want to extend this at all. This has to end the end of July so we can get everyone back to work. I think the realization has set in that we are going to have pretty high unemployment for a while and that it might be hard to just take that away completely at the end of July. And so a number of ideas have been floated. Um, one would be to just reduce that uh, so it's not $600 a week, but something less. Um, there's also been this idea of a back-to-work bonus. So Senator Portman and Kevin Brady on the House side um, introduced uh, a bill that basically said, um, if you go back to work, you will get, uh, in Portman's case, it was $450 a week um, of additional supplement to kind of incentivize people to, um, to get off the unemployment, go back to work. Um, we'll see how that all shakes out, but I think that um, it's definitely something they want to address in the next stimulus bill. Right. How about um, mandated paid time off for sick leave? The, uh, the, the HEROES Act, the, the House bill, has that mandated paid time off going through the end of 2021, I believe, and um, which, you know, that's a potential big cost for employers. Yeah, the, you know, the sick leave has been interesting throughout this whole process, because that was really the first thing in the Families First Coronavirus Act, the, the first big bill they passed. Mm -hmm. It was really the first thing they looked at where they said there needs to be um, paid sick leave and we're going to provide these tax credits to offer it. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, all these businesses were mandated to close or people were staying home because their children you know, were out of school. And um, and so it kind of muddied the waters on what's the difference between, you know, sick leave and working from home and being furloughed. And, uh, and then there were different tax credits and different stimulus. And so how that, you know, kind of moves the needle going forward, I think paid leave has in some ways become less of, a, less of an issue because um, there's been all these other factors that people are dealing with at the same time. Yeah, and yet paid leave is, it's just, uh, I, I have so many clients right now as they're reopening their businesses are uh, concerned that, you know, I mean, most of their employees are coming back, but everybody tells me there's a, you know, a handful that don't want to come back because they don't feel safe yet. Yep. And, um, you know, it's not like they're sick or they're testing positive, it's just unsafe. And, um, and so employers are struggling as to what to do, you know, do, do you fire those people? Do you, um, you know, I mean, the sick leave bill doesn't take, take care of that, obviously. Um, if you just feel generally unsafe, you know? Yep. And if there's a, and for a business owner, if there's a, a tax credit, um, you know, 
in theory, it might seem like it covers your costs, but it's but it's the question of, uh, is it a refundable tax credit? Do you get that money quick enough? If you're able to just subtract that from your payroll taxes, do you have enough payroll taxes to, to cover that? And so, um, you know, DOL and IRS have, have been trying to work through some of these issues, but um, but they're complicated. Before we get off the Democrats, Bill, one thing that, you know, and again, we're talking politics here, but not opinions, just just facts here. And one of the things that uh, you know I, I'm seeing is that this Heroes Act, as you said in the very beginning, it, it, they knew when they passed it that it was not going to pass the, the Republican-controlled Senate. But one of the sort of uh, you know strategies of it was it, it sort of establishes um, it's setting the tone for the November elections. You know, in other words, Biden was involved in this, and a lot of the things that we saw in the Heroes Act is He's going to be running on a lot of those things as a platform um, as he as he campaigns for president. Is that is that true? Yeah, I think the um, the sort of message of that bill is there needs to be a sense of urgency around the government helping people through this crisis, and it needs to be big and bold, and um, we need to move quickly. And I think the contrast the Republicans um, wanted wanted to kind of take a step back and say, we've already done a lot. Let's see what's working. Let's, um, let's not overspend. Um, and so that was the contrast that, that really got set up. And I think Biden has reinforced the Democratic message, which let's go bold, let's go big, um, as we sort of work our way through this, um, uh, through this crisis. I think the interesting thing is, is, is there might be a little bit of a rub between where the White House is and where Senator McConnell is, because from Trump's, President Trump's perspective, getting more money out the door could be politically advantageous to him. And so, you know, I think they are interested in kind of another round of stimulus uh, because timing wise, uh, they don't want all of this to dry up right before the election. Pivoting over to the Republican side. So again, the Democrats have, they've got their bill that's been passed. So now it's the Senate, which is Republican controlled, is now uh, they're going to come forward with their stimulus bill. Um, one of the major priorities I know of uh, Senator McConnell uh, has to do with business liability. Can you explain that? Yep. And so the U.S. Chamber uh, made this sort of their number one priority. And then McConnell had said it's a must have for the next stimulus bill. And essentially the fear is that as people come back to work, as customers come back to businesses, if someone does contract COVID-19, that they could sue their employer or sue the business you know they're frequenting and put the um, the business under a lot of risk in terms of liability. And so I think there's an openness on the Democratic side um, to maybe do something along those lines, but the uh, but there's been a general resistance to let's not give sort of a blank a blanket waiver on this where. Um, where businesses don't have to follow the rules. The chamber's been really clear. We don't want to give a blanket waiver. This is for people that sort of did not uh, use good judgment, did not take the necessary precautions. And so how this plays out is will be very interesting. I think the longer we go before something passes, as businesses are reopening, it undermines the argument a little bit that this is a must-have. Um, but I've also heard about lawsuits out there where people are getting sued and, and businesses are afraid of getting sued. And so it'll be interesting to see if they're able to come together on some kind of compromise around this liability protection. 
Yeah, it's a big issue. And, and the biggest issue is that there's, there's so many different rules and instructions from the CDC, from OSHA, from uh, associations, from states about what to do and what not to do. Yep. It gets very confusing for employers and uh, that opens up you know, a room for debate and therefore litigation. Um, exactly. What's that? What else in the Republican bill? I mean, besides, you know, potentially, uh, you know, covering for potential business liabilities, you would also mention about a back to work bonus. So to get people off of unemployment and give them a little bit of a, uh, you know, an incentive to, you know, to, to go back to work. What else do you hear the Republicans are talking about that would be part of their stimulus bill? So Secretary Mnuchin testified before the Senate Small Business Committee hearing yesterday. Um, and uh, this was one of the questions, what should we do? Do we need to do more? And he did say, we need to do more. He said, um, small and big businesses are gonna need more help going forward. And he said, their main goal is about getting people back to work. What is it going to incentivize hiring? And he uh, specifically pointed out the tourism industry, hospitality, restaurants, said these are industries that got you know, hit particularly hard and that they'll be looking for ways to incentivize hiring and get them back on their feet. He kind of made the point that you have to have the employees before the customers come back. And so they're going to have to help these industries. He brought up the unemployment, fixing the, the $600, uh, but did not get into too, much, too many specifics. And then he also said there might be a need for more direct stimulus um, in terms of sending checks to, um, to individuals. It was interesting because Senator Romney kind of took him on on that and said, you've just said that jobs are coming back. We're moving in the right direction. You know, why it, it's one thing to kind of re-up the, the Paycheck Protection Program, but why would we need more direct stimulus? And so it'll be interesting to see where things, um, where things come out there, because I think there uh, are different opinions uh, in the Republican Party about the need for more direct stimulus. Um, and then President Trump has talked since March about um, his desire to have a payroll tax cut. And that has not gotten a, a great reception on the Hill. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people feel like payroll tax cut might not be the best way to, to you know, stimulate hiring at this time. Um, but Trump has continued to kind of talk about that as a priority of his. So, okay, as we're getting near to the end of this conversation, um, that I'm gonna put you on the spot. Um, we're going to have you back to see just how right you are. Let's, let's make some bets here. When do you think this third stimulus bill is going to happen? And what do you think is going to be in it? So <laughs> as, as you know, Congress loves to take their August recess, um, which is normally about five weeks starting at the beginning of August. And then they normally come back after Labor Day. Um, I think we will be they will be trying to pass this bill right up until they leave for their August recess. Um, I think things, negotiations will start in earnest after the 4th of July, but it's gonna take a few weeks for some of these things to, you know, start to gel. And I imagine it'll be the last thing they do before they leave for, for August recess. In terms of what's in it, something on the unemployment benefit will definitely be in there, I think. Because if, that's one where Democrats really have to come to the table because otherwise it just expires the end of July. And so I think that's one that's easy to get a, to get a compromise on. One interesting one is the PPP program, whether there will be a, a desire or a perceived need uh, to do more funding for that. Right now, there's still you know, about $100 billion left. 
And so if they'll continue to make changes to the program or if they'll provide more funding, I think will be, will be interesting to see. And the liability protection, I imagine they would get some limited liability protection. Uh, since McConnell has kind of drawn that red line and said it's a must-have, it seems like maybe something that provides some level of protection, but also has a number of caveats to make Democrats comfortable uh, moving forward with it. And so I think those are, you know, one of the sort of political, the hot political issues is state and local funding. And uh, that one doesn't involve small businesses as much. And I'm not sure whether, whether that will be in there. Thad Inge is a senior manager of government relations at Paychex. Thank you, Thad. That is great information and very helpful. For more information about what we discussed today and other coronavirus questions and topics, please visit the Paychex COVID-19 Help Center. The address is paychex.com forward slash coronavirus dash resources. Thanks again, Thad. We're going to definitely have you back uh, maybe during the recess in August and we'll see if some of your predictions came through <laughs> true or not, which should be, should be, should be interesting for sure. Thanks everyone else. Uh, and thank you for listening and we will see you next time. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2020, all rights reserved.